Hey there, friend. Welcome to the Boutique Workshop Podcast. I'm your host, Sierra Stockland. A former boutique owner myself, I love nothing more than chatting with you about all things boutique business. Each week, I'll tackle a new business concept and help break it down into bite-sized, actionable steps that will give you the confidence to build a profitable business. Now, let's get started. Hey, hey, hello, everyone. Welcome here to the Boutique Collective, where we jump in here every single Tuesday, 1 p.m. Central, and we offer a awesome tip for boutique owners here in the group. So I'm super excited to welcome you all here into the Boutique Collective room, where we're going to just dive into Facebook engagements a little bit today. So I know this is a hot topic that's not just being heard here in the Boutique Collective or in my other Facebook groups. Boutique owners everywhere, 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 everywhere are talking about Facebook engagement and how it is down, how you are not feeling like your customers are finding you, hearing from you, engaging with you, seeing what you've got going on in your business, and it can be a little discouraging. So we're going to dive into that topic for 10 minutes or so today. I'm going to give you some tips, and I'm going to share with you some things that you can do to help increase the engagement that you're seeing on social media. Um, all right, so for those of you who are new that are just jumping into the room, maybe you're new here in the Boutique Collective, or you haven't joined us for a Tuesday training before, uh, my name is Sierra. I'm the founder of the Boutique Workshop, and it's my goal to help boutique owners everywhere take complicated tasks or topics like Facebook engagement and break them down into bite-sized actionable steps that you can take and implement in your business today. And that's what we will be doing today as we talk about Facebook engagement, social media engagement, but really Facebook, um, and some simple things that we can do as we really think about how to beat that algorithm, if you want to say, and, um, and break that down into something that our customers can actually connect with us on. Okay, so um, yesterday over in the boutique workshop, um, one of our members asked a question um, and just mentioned that engagement was so low in her Facebook group and it's just so frustrating and asked for help and suggestion. And this isn't something new that I heard for the first time yesterday. I know you guys talk about it with each other, with your peers. I know that it's, you know, this conversation is happening wherever you are at inside of boutique forums all around the country. Um, but for some reason, I was out for a walk um, and started to really think about, at the end of the day, like really think about this topic of engagement and hearing over and over that our engagement is so low on social or our engagement is so low on Facebook or in our Facebook groups. And then we feel like it really um, deters our customers from making sales. Like they just you know, they don't feel like we're active, like things are hopping, or maybe they're not even seeing our stuff at all, right? They would love to make sales with us, but they're just not connecting because they're not seeing what we're putting out there on social. So I was thinking about this. And um, for those of you who have done like the social selling challenge, or you've been in the workshop, or you hear me talk before, um, I always wrap the thought of a Facebook group into um, the idea of a brick and mortar store. And I couldn't help but thinking of it that way again last night while I was walking, kind of digesting. How can I help boutique owners ramp up engagement and really see some of the fruits of their labor and see some sales come back? So 
let's back up a little bit and let's talk some history. So when I started my boutique, when I launched my boutique back in 2006, you guys, Facebook wasn't even a thing. Like it literally was not even a thing. Okay. And then we saw this evolving social atmosphere where you could get in front of your customers and Facebook seemed like a really great way to do that. So when Facebook first came around and businesses started to use Facebook, we could actually buy, you could buy, the best way to describe it is like you could buy followers or likes to your page, right? So we could go out and purchase, let's say I want to purchase 500 people to follow my Facebook page. And those people that you would purchase, if you will, were really good leads. Like the people that you would buy were not strangers from India or, you know, guys from South America that are never going to shop in your boutique. The people that Facebook would match you up with when you make these buys or these purchases were legit good customers, like people in your community, people that would actually purchase from you. And so we grew our Facebook pages really fast. Like we went from, oh my goodness, Facebook is now available to, for business to like, boom, this is an awesome way to get in front of our customers. But what we, when we get in front of our customers or those buys or those, those likes or followers that we purchase, it was to give them information. So we still weren't really selling on Facebook, right? And then this whole evolution quickly came of now we can get in front of our customers and we can produce um, mass amounts of um, lives or collateral or conversation. We can show them products and we can exchange money for inventory, right? And then the whole idea of Facebook groups came into play. Like how can we create a community where our customers can get to like, no, trust us. So we've got our page, we have our group, um, and we're going to continue to social sell. So this evolution of what Facebook was really used for, and we're talking social selling here, but I mean, Facebook is the majority of where we do those interactions, right? really came quickly. So that evolution happened really, really fast. And then we saw last year, February, March, April, when COVID took out the small business world, right? When COVID came in and swept through our country and really through our world and just completely disrupted the way that we were able to get in front of our customers, we were able to pivot and change. And those that actually sold socially or sold online a lot of them did amazingly well. And that might be some of you guys, right? Some of you are like, oh my goodness, although COVID hit and things changed, right? And the way that people purchased and consumed inventory changed, my business, like it thrived during this time period. And some of you might have been in that boat. And now as things are shifting back to what we would perceive as normal, right? We're getting out and about, consumers are able to travel, we're able to go into brick and mortar stores, we're feeling this shift again of now I have pages, now I have groups, I have hundreds and thousands of followers, and I'm just not getting any response. I'm putting things out there and people aren't seeing it. I'm putting information in front of them and they're not biting, they're not purchasing. Hey, Sabrina. Um, and so this is kind of how the social atmosphere has changed, right? And I want to tell you, first of all, that is going to be normal forever right while facebook first for business was an informational tool and then became a community with groups and then we saw this ability to sell and build a massive business on social a social platform and now it feels like it's shrinking back and shifting again this idea of evolving the way that our customers see purchase from us interact with us on social that's never going to change 
And so the first um, tip that I want to get you, give you the small actionable step that I want to give you today is just to think and readjust your mind, readjust your mindset. So, so many of us are struggling with the engagement that we're seeing on Facebook. We're getting discouraged. We're not knowing what to do. And I honestly believe it's because we're living behind us, right? We're looking at what worked before. It's no longer working in that same way. And we keep looking in the rear view mirror and trying to get back there, right? It's kind of like last year, February, March, April, when the world shut down, right? We could have sat in our brick and mortar stores behind the counter and been like, nobody can come shop with me. Like I'm on an amazing street in this downtown tourist area where people walk by and they come in and I'm here and my doors are shut and nobody's coming in and nobody's coming in and no one's shopping with me. But not a single one of us did that because we realized we had to shift and change and pivot. We couldn't just go down to our store, sit behind the counter with the door closed when nobody was out of their living room and complain that people were coming in. We had to look at the environment around us and say, you know what, times have changed. They have changed really quickly. Do I like it? No, because I'm comfortable in the way that I used to attract customers and sell to customers, but I've got to figure this out. And every single one of you guys did that. You figured it out. That's why you're still here today, right? Congratulations, you made it through the craziest year ever, right, of small business. I want you to think about that Tip number one, as it relates to engagement or social and how it's helping you build your business. We can't keep looking at what used to be, how Facebook used to show our posts, how people used to show up for our lives, and wish that into existence now. Things are moving, shaking, changing. And the first step you need to take to get out in front of this and to pivot and change along with social and how it's allowing you to use the platform to sell is to realize today is a new day. I've got to think about doing business in a different way, getting in front of my customers in a different way than I did yesterday. It's never going back. Okay. So Facebook, social, Instagram, all of the social platforms, they're going to keep tweaking. They're going to keep changing. We don't control them. We can't control what they do. We have no idea what's going on in the background, right? But I will tell you this, over the course of like the last week or so, I've seen multiple commercials again on TV for Facebook groups. So I want you to think about that. While we need to stop looking behind us at what worked last week, last month, six months ago, and wishing that into trying to wish that into existence again, we need to shift our focus, tip number one, shift our focus ahead. What's coming? How are people thinking now? If that's not working anymore, how do I do it differently? The second tip that I want to give you is to remind yourself that while social is changing and how we get in front of people and how they react and what social chooses to show to people or not is changing, the fact that we have social is not going away. So we don't need to try to replace it. Okay, tip number two, we don't need to try to replace it. So I see so many questions, comments, ideas, thoughts about my goodness sakes, you know, Facebook isn't showing my inventory, my product, my life to people like it used to. I need to find a new way to sell to people, okay? So your alternative, if Facebook isn't selling or showing your product to people or Instagram, if that's your platform, and you want to do things differently, your alternative is to open a brick and mortar, to do a pop-up, or to advertise the bejeebers out of your online store, okay? All of which are probably not something that you're willing or interested in if you're a social seller.
So instead of trying to think, I gotta find a new way to sell because Facebook isn't working. Instead, let's remember that Facebook isn't going anywhere and let's try to focus on what is working and what they do want. And that brings me back to those commercials. So lately, it's really interesting, I've been seeing another whole set of commercials being aired on television, so lots of money being pumped in, to the idea of Facebook groups again, okay? Facebook is spending money telling customers, telling communities, telling individuals to start a group, to be part of a group, to find a group. I want that to sink in, okay? If Facebook is spending money telling people to be part of a Facebook group, telling people to start a Facebook group, do you think they're going to do that and then not let anybody inside that group see anything? No. Okay? They're not going to spend hundreds and thousands of dollars telling people to start Facebook groups, be part of Facebook groups, use a Facebook group, and then on the back end say, hee, 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 you know, we got all these people to do it, we spent all this money, and now we're not going to show them anything. Absolutely not. So we need to readjust our mindset and say, okay, what worked yesterday isn't working today. And this is a skill set as a business owner, if you can really get into this mindset of constant innovation. Constantly asking why. Constantly being inquisitive, looking at what's not working, how do I change it? What is working, how do I do more of it? You will thrive and grow and become very profitable, okay? That is the seed to growth and profitability. That seed of innovation. So while what was working before in Facebook isn't working for you as a social seller, there are things that are working because they're continuing to grow the platform. Okay, tip number one, stop looking in the rearview mirror. Tip number two, be innovative, be creative. Think about what is coming down the pike and how you can be in front of everyone else as it relates to your business. Okay, tip number three is a little bit more practical. I want to go back to this thought of a boutique. So thinking of your Facebook group, and I still believe 110%, if you want to be selling socially and doing it well, you have to have a group, not just a page. I will say that forever, well, for now anyway. You have to have a group. So we're gonna talk about a group, okay? So I want you to think about your Facebook group like a boutique. As I was going for a walk and I was thinking, okay, I keep hearing this, like I don't have any engagement in my group. You know, I have 2,000 people or I have 5,000 people or I have 1,000 people and only 20 are seeing my stuff, only 100 are seeing my stuff. Think about this as it relates to a brick and mortar store. You have a beautiful brick and mortar store, the doors are open, you're sitting behind the counter, 10 a.m., you just opened up, you're waiting for your day to happen, okay? 20 people come into your store. You don't sit back and say, you know what? In this city, there are 60,000 people in this city and I only had 20 people come in. No way. You get up off, get up off of your behind, right? You get up off of your behind, you stand up, you engage with the 20 people that did choose to show up for you. It is so easy as small business owners to look at numbers and they become a vanity metric, right? I'm all about looking at numbers, tracking, measuring, right? We got to do all that. But when numbers become a vanity metric or a way for us to feel good about our business because, oh my goodness, I have all these people that came into my store. I have all these people that showed up for my live and we're not truly measuring the right people. It doesn't matter. It's just a vanity metric. If you had a brick and mortar and 20 people walked in off the, the street, you would try to sell, you would engage, you would have conversation, you would build relationship 
with those 20 people. And you know what happens when you do that? When you build the relationship with those 20 people, those 20 people go out and each tell 10 more people. And before you know it, you've got 200 people showing up in your brick and mortar. The same thing happens, you guys, with your social. The same thing happens. You have to get into this mindset, tip number three, mindset, that your Facebook group where you're selling to your people is a physical location. You're going to engage, i.e. have conversation with each and every one of the people who does choose to show up and engage with you. I have 2,000 people or so in this group, okay? Right now, 10 of you are watching this. I could get super discouraged and be like, oh my goodness, I have 2,000 people in my group. Facebook's only showing this to 10 people. So frustrating. I'm just not even going to show up on Tuesdays anymore. Why would I do that? I love every single one of you, 10 people that are here, okay? You've chosen to give me your time, so I'm going to speak to you. I'm going to give you value before a sale, during a sale, after a sale, because to me, this is my sphere, right? I've invited you into my beautiful office, just like you would be inviting people into your beautiful boutique store, and you are excited for each and every one that shows up. You engage with them, you get to know them, you show up consistently, and those 10 people, you 10 people, right, you're going to go out and you're going to tell others, hey, did you know you can show up inside the Boutique Collective every single Tuesday, 1 p.m. Central, Sierra has a tidbit for us, right? I am in this, I'm in this for the long game, and I want you guys to think about that, okay? Tip number four, you're in it for the long game. So tip number one, stop looking in the rearview mirror, right? Tip number four, long game way out in front of you. In North Dakota, we have wide open spaces, hardly any trees, and it's really, really, really flat, right? When I'm driving down the interstate, I can see for miles and miles ahead of me. It doesn't matter that I look in the rearview mirror and be like, oh my goodness, you know, I just left that town, or the storm's coming behind me, or I just, you know, made my way out of the storm. I'm looking ahead, way down the long, the long road, right? The long game, way out in front of me. So um, I'm really excited. I'm going to do, I was thinking about this, and I have some really good tips and ideas on how to engage because to me, we need to get into this idea and mindset that engagement is conversation. Engagement is not shoving products at people hoping that they'll make a purchase. Engagement does not mean we show up consistently on our live once a week and we never speak to our customers or get to know them or connect with them individually outside of that live. Engagement and community does not mean that we do a bunch of flat lays. All of those things are important, but again, bring it back to a brick and mortar. You walk into my brick and mortar, I can say hi, I can greet you, and then I can leave you alone. You're going to walk right out that store. Unless you're an independent shopper and you know exactly what you need, you're going to turn around and leave, right? I've got to help you. I've got to collect your email address. I've got to stay engaged with you outside of your shopping experiences. I've got to send you on your way, hopefully with a small purchase or a free gift so you remember me and you come back. In a brick and mortar, it's so easy for us to understand the long game that it's not just about this one person walking in making a purchase. But it's really hard sometimes for us to take that mindset and bring that over into the social space. I want you guys to really work on doing that. I want you to take the mindset of, and maybe you don't have a brick and mortar, but you have all been in a brick and mortar. Take the mindset of, what would it be like if I owned a brick and mortar store? How would I treat my customers? How would I engage with them? 
How would I build a warm and welcoming environment and community inside my store? How would I follow up with them? How would I make sure that they are welcome and I'm excited to have them back even if they didn't make a purchase the first time they walked through? Take that mindset and bring that on over into your Facebook group as well. I want to share with you guys how to really build community and stop thinking about the immediate sale. I know a lot of you need cash and you need to turn your inventory into money and we want it to happen like this, but we have to focus on the long game. You have to focus on the customer relationship and building that. They will buy from you. People will buy from you if they like you, they know you, they trust you, right? We walk into a brick and mortar store. We don't buy product because someone walks up to us and says, this is really cute. Buy it. We buy because we like the person behind the counter, because we trust that the brands they have are going to be amazing, because they educate us as we walk through the store. We buy because someone walks us into a fitting room and tells us we are beautiful with whatever we put on, right? That's why we buy. We buy because we love people, because we like, know, and trust the person selling to us. We have to get into that mindset, you guys, as social sellers. So those are my tips for you today, Training Tuesday. We went a little longer than we usually do, but I'm just really passionate about this because I think boutique owners are selling themselves short by wishing for what used to be instead of creating their own path with what we have to work with now. Okay, Training Tuesday, it's a wrap. We'll see you guys later. Hey there, friend. Are you loving what you're learning here on the podcast? I hope you are. My goal is that each and every week I can give you a small, bite-sized, actionable step that you can take and implement in your business today. And if you're loving the way that I teach, you're liking what you're hearing, then I want to invite you to come on over and take a look at what courses and opportunities I have for boutique owners just like you. You can find all of my coaching opportunities at theboutiqueworkshop.com. That's www.theboutiqueworkshop.com. Come on over, check it out, and see if there might be something else in the library that could really help you build your boutique. Hey, thanks again for joining me today for the Boutique Workshop Podcast. Remember, that podcast was first recorded live over in the Boutique Collective Facebook group. So if you're not a member of that group yet, I want to give you a warm invitation to come on over and join us in the Boutique Collective. You'll find the link for that Facebook group along with all other information or links that I shared during this podcast in the show notes. And can I ask you for one more small favor? Before you're done here today, would you be willing to share this podcast with another boutique owner that could use the information or support? And even better yet, if you loved what you heard, would you be willing to give us an awesome rating or review? That really helps spread the word as we grow the boutique workshop and bring information, support, and community to boutique owners around the country. Thanks so much, and I'll talk to you again next week. Bye.